Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. About to go stupid again. She had no roof for the best. I'm about to do it again. I'm going to fuck two of her friends. Just made a flip out the rock. Fuck the Frank Mueller. I jump out the jeweler again. I put my money up on the Rio, but I got it right back and I blew it again. Hey, hey, happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Thanks for joining us, you sickos. Uh, first, first of all, straight off the bat, the old merch drop got absolutely fucking awesome. Those caps were gone in 10 minutes. Yeah. Now, like, I know there's a few people going, like, fucking hell, why'd you only have a few? If someone had been said to me before it, they'll be sold out in 10 minutes, I would have said, pull your fucking head in. There was a decent amount there. Mm. But in saying that, because of what happened, we'll get straight back on to restocking with a decent amount or whatever and um, keep you posted to when we can, you know, when we can give you guys some hats that missed out on them and we'll give you plenty of notice and stuff like that. But honestly, it was uh it was unreal. I just want to give a big shout out to uh Mrs. Dahl and, and the Thorn team for um packing all the, the hats and getting them all ready to go. It was a it was a massive effort. I think um I think next time we might have to next time we might have to get some people in on the job to help help pack in the boxes and shit. If we're going to up the numbers to, yeah. to be able to um to be able to support everyone, so uh, yeah, that that was unreal though. A uh, couple of quick shout outs I wanted to give. Now the BLD Tucker Box in Miramvale, I, I often take the kids in that to the park there, and they've always got great service with support like uh, food and service as well. If you're heading up the coast of Miramvale. Pull in there. It's got the public toilets that are always well done. The park across the road, and yeah, stop in for a feed. I think one of the boys on uh, on our socials gave him a shout out the other day and mentioned must have knew I was from Miramvale, and said um, that BLD Tucker box is unreal. So if you get the chance, 
What's that opposite of the park, is it? Yeah, straight yeah. opposite the park there. So you can park, you know, if you've got the kids there, send them into the park. It's got an unreal playground. The toilets are always nice there instead of, you know, some public toilets you get a, a pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, they look after you. It's good. It's a good feed. Um, another one I wanted to give a shout-out to. So Rory Archibald chucked a video on the carry-on page on Facebook. And it was of him and his young fella getting amongst it fishing. So young Jack has got a YouTube channel called Boys on a Mission. So go give that a look. But pretty much it was just awesome to see a father and son get out there hooking in. Yeah. So like pretty much they they got the tinny. I think they towed it across the flats and that through a heap of heap of mud and shit. Um, and chucked the tinny in in one of the creeks. Yeah. And they were out there catching fish like grunner and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Nice. Caught a mud crab and that. But the young fella's having a go doing his editing and stuff and. I don't know, it just reminds me of back in the day, I suppose, of going hunting with the old boy and stuff like that, you know, yeah. those little memories that you have with your old man or whatever, you know, they aren't going to be there forever. So I think it's great to see, you know, someone else doing that sort of thing with the old man. Um, New technology and you get to remember it by it. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Like I think the old boy's got a few photo albums at home. Yeah, of, yeah, the old of, flick through of him back in the day with the, with the photos and that, but it's crazy, like you said. Now, what you can document and always remember, you know, it's pretty. Uh, it is pretty good. And once you get it uploaded on the internet, unless your channel gets deleted, it's fucking there for a while. Yeah, no, that exactly right. Yeah, but even if you save it yourself too, you know, yeah. like on, on your own SD cards and shit like that, it is pretty good. I wish I could get everything off the old iPhones back in the day. Oh yeah, they just look. <laughs> that is. Or I'd be of, arrested. That. I- <laughs> That iCloud thing seems to fucking uh, be fixing that now, doesn't it? Yeah. I just always forget to upload shit or, like, I don't oh, keep up the phone smashes it. before I back it up or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, one more shout-out to Whopper from Kandanga. So I got, to, <laughs> I got to use the big fella's fucking saying the other day. Yeah? Yeah. I was at work and I had this in my back pocket ready to go ever since I heard him say it. And... um. Oh, mate, from work on the opposite crew goes, what do you know? And I said straight up, I said, crowbars don't float and fat girls use more sight. Yeah. And oh, mate just stopped, looked at me, and he goes, and they're normally better fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And I was like, copy that. But, yeah, I had that one. I had that one in the back pocket ready to use, and I fucking nailed it. But, uh, mate, seriously, shout out to spring pollen hay fever Dust, sicknesses. There's a bit around at the moment. Mate, why don't you run us through your weekend? I'm actually surprised that you're still with us. <laughs> oh, mate, that was a rough 48 hours or was whatever. It? it was just like fucking 34 degrees shivering when I did my temp and then punched through it. <laughs> still got it. High 38s. Just sweating. Really? Mate, I went for a fucking piss and it was like I was a sprinkler. I couldn't, like, hold me cock straight, and I was just shivering that much that I was just fucking going everywhere like I was fucking just spraying it. And that, that's your commitment as a bloke. You were shivering like a dog shit and razor blades. Trying to still stood up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's probably I got, an excuse If I sat down, down, I wouldn't have got fucking back up. <laughs> You're in a bad way. And then just what? get back to me bed, and then an hour later, it's just leaving a, I don't know what you call it, a sweat angel on your mattress. Wow. You're in a bad way, though. I remember Cass sent me a Snapchat, and you were in the bath with a hot towel on your neck with the saddest-looking face. Like, yeah, I don't think it was a hot towel. It was just a towel. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Yeah. Right. It was, was a hot bath. 
Oh, it looked wow. like a hot towel. How many me? days did you go through it? Nah, it was a pretty quick turnaround, but it's just a fatigue now. But every can that works got it. And oh, um, just oh, I flew in there yesterday. <laughs> I didn't fly in there. I was actually dying. <laughs> and I said, is this what you use the hat? And they're like, yeah, it's loose, isn't it? And I said, fucking oh, what the fuck? Yeah, true. So just give you. And the then just climbing off. stairs. Like you're like, oh. I feel like I was like relearning to walk. Like, just wheezing. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah, well, I'm all sniffly and shit. You probably hear me as well. I think, I don't know what it is. It might be a mixture of getting a bit of something, but I get a little flares of hay fever. Nowhere near like me missus or other people. I think, does yours get it as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's like the pollen and the dust and shit like that around this time of year. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Coming you got, from me. You got the immune system of a 90-year-old with fucking, um, what's that? Is it polo? What, is that the thing with the immune system disorder? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, one I of those. I had Parkinson's the other day when I was fucking trying to piss, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, it's not polo, it's lupus. The immune system of a 95-year-old with lupus and asthma, I reckon. Yeah. That's you. I need to just start listening to my body a bit more, because fuck me. How have you not got the Weezer? You are like a magnet for sicknesses, and, and so you've just the dodged the Weezer. You've just got everything else. Yeah. You always seem to get it bad. Too. It must be like um, if you sleep deprive yourself, which <laughs> I do every fucking day, <laughs> every day of your life, every day of my life. It must be just if you get if you get six hours sleep or something, you get COVID. Yeah, yeah. You stick around that three mark, you're laughing like today. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But yeah, so good work for pulling through and proud of you. Well, cheers, mate. Yeah, fucking... cheers. What are we on today? We got a couple of just the old cartons. Cartons dries, mate. Carton dry. It's a good drop. Sticking uh, simple with it. I want to start getting back into a few more. Um, a few beers. Yeah, a few beer reviews again, I think. Yeah. Um, as well as smashing the old vodka sodas. Always be a fan of them. Uh, going in with another crookness, I just want to say a big fuck you to cold sores. So I've gone, like, so do you know how people, it's herpes, like cold sores are herpes, right? Mm. And, like, if you look at my lip at the moment, it looks like I've got one. And I, I might even. I need, a, I need to consult with a professional, but... Every time I get my lips sunburnt, because out at round, uh, out at work last round, we had to do this fuck of a job, like everyone heard about. But we were out in the sun for a few days, and you know I put a bit of sunscreen on, but I never put sunscreen on my lip. And every time my lip gets fucking drilled, like sunburnt, it just fucking pops out in a couple of blisters. And I'm like, is that a cold sore, or is that just a blister? Because I don't know. Surely but... that's a sun blister. Yeah, but well, you, that... you would know. Does your missus get them? No. But I don't, I don't get them any other time. Like I don't get them when I'm stressed or just any out of nowhere. I have to get sunburnt. So I'm like, it looks like a cold sore. You probably treat it with the same cream, but I don't think it's a cold sore. Oh yeah, I don't know. I'd run with the fucking sunspot because yeah, me and the missus have got a mutual agreement. If one of us gets a cold sore, we just get divorced. Yeah, no, like, that that's the fucking mate. Cold sores are just mouth herpes. One of them, and you have not just. Yeah, fuck that. How fucked is it? They that cold sore has ruined more than one good time for someone. Because like, picture back in the day when you were single, out prancing around. Yeah, some chick could be banging, or you could be like a bloke could be banging. If they've got a dirty big cold sore in their lip, you are fucking goosing them from about ten out. Yeah, <laughs> aren't you? I'd put hands on someone <laughs> if they gave me a cold sore, let alone my daughter or something like that. Hands on them. Oh, cold sores for me. Sorry if you've got them, but yeah, you're dirty. <laughs> you're dirty. Oh, how do you actually get them? Like, like apart from kissing someone with one, 
I don't know. Where do they Where originate you get from? I don't know. How do you get a monkey or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like in the family. Like I know I grew up with like kids at school and they'd get them every now and again and stuff like that too. But I don't know how they got them. Or if, it's, if, you, if you have it, I can think you it's give like, it to your kids? Yeah, like you kissed your hereditary, kids. Yeah, hereditary thing, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, like I said, the way it is now, it doesn't get worse than this. You know how they get like massive and like scab over their lip and like the oh, big cold yeah, sores? yeah. Where this, like I said, it's just where I get my lip belted. It just comes out in a blister, but I'm like, surely that's not a cold sore. No, just, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Anyway, because like, you, you imagine how my head works. Like I was freaking... Now, I'm about to transition the cold sore chat into the best pie in Australia chat. Now, you'd be sitting there going, how's this cunt going to transition from cold sores to finding out the fucking best pie in Australia? I'll show you. So I went this morning. In my head, all I was thinking is cold sore. Fucking hell, me lip hurts. Rah, rah, rah. Went into the Mirrenvale Roadhouse. Went in there. I was hungry. I needed to get a feed and something to drink. And I'm going... Oh, I need to get something that's not going to fucking hurt me lip too much. Like, it's a bit tender at the moment. Anyway, here staring at me is a Ned Kelly pie in the fucking Baymarie. Now, I'm sitting there going, normally with a cold sore and a fucking tender lip, a pie full of hot mints is the last thing you would tackle. (laughs) But these pies are that fucking good that I just did it. and just You rate these Miraval pies. Mate, I fucking rate them. But... What I wanted to do is I want to see where the best pie in Australia is. I don't know how we can test this, but we need to start getting some entries from people to see where the best where dog's eye on. is, where it lives. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you hear a few few around, but there might be a few sneaky ones like the old MV Roadhouse or a different fucking place, you know? So start reaching out, even if you get I think a- that Spanian, you know, that lad that does that channel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going around doing a YouTube thing saying best pies in Australia. At the is moment. he? Yep. Yeah, right. Eh? Well, there you go. But I'd love to I'd love to hear some, you know what I mean, that we can go and try or get some opinions from people. Because yeah. you need to just say straight away, if you had a really sore bottom lip and you're still going to us that pie, it's a good pie. See, I, um, I'll fucking go to a pie shop and I'll go, that was an unreal cheese and bacon. I'll go to another one and I'll go, that was the best pepper steak one. Yep. One joint has not never locked me in. To yeah, go. right. For, from, for all it's different like certain types. pies. Certain pies, different venues, I reckon. In saying that too, I'm a bit of a snob. When it, like if I find something I really like, I, I struggle to try something different because I know it's so good. Yep. Like at Miriamvale, that roadhouse. If it's in the morning, I'll go to the Ned Kelly with the fucking bacon, egg, and mince and everything like that. It's a fucking prime combo, like a brekkie pie. And yep. then any time after 10.30, Jay, she's the steak, cheese, and bacon, and I struggle to differ. Yeah, know? yeah. But I know what you're, saying, what you're saying, though. Like They might have their specialties in pie. And, like, I'm not touching an egg in a pie. You're not? No. I think you need to try it before you fucking judge well, I think it. I have, and it was just rubbery as fuck. Yeah, righto. No, but was, I'm willing to give it another go. Well, I think you should because uh, I rate it massively. So no, no rubbery? No, nah, it's like it, it is cooked. Obviously, it's not going to be a runny egg because yeah, they're probably yeah. made in bulk and stuff like that. But it's, uh, it's a hard yolk. Yeah, it's a hard yolk. But it's uh, I like it anyway. But in saying that, that's not the only pie there. No, like, no, I, you, I, like, I rate the pepper steak there. Yeah, like if you – I just like the big chunks in it. Like the chunky bits in it and the and the stuff around it. Yeah, nice. So um, anyway, but let us know. Well, let us know where your favourite pie lives. Uh, 
what else did you get up to out of the weekend? Just pretty much stayed just alive. Died. Hey? Just yeah. stayed alive. Just stayed alive. Well, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm glad that you fucking pulled through. It is good. Mate, yeah, literally fucking nothing. Yep. Mate, I had a quiet one. The old NRL uh, NRL finals are on, and the UFC 279 made for a, a great weekend of sport. Yeah. So I was pretty pumped about that. So it was a good one to have off. But um, before we get to that, the old Aussie sayings, we've had a couple of videos out now on them, and people have been sending in some beauties. So I thought I'd fucking pluck a few more out and just share with you before we fucking venture onto a bit of sport. So I just plucked a few out, didn't get anyone's name, just read them from the comments. So, oh, mate, he disappeared like a fart in a fan factory. <laughs> uh, it's wetter than a two-cunted cow pissing on a flat rock. That'd be fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Liquid going everywhere there. He's as useful as a doorbell on a coffin. <laughs> uh, she'd suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Use that one plenty of times. Plenty of times. Uh, she'd give you a horn that'd pull your asshole out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> She's been down on everything but the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. I think I have heard that one. That's have you? She'd bury, she's buried more stiffs than the local undertaker. He was off like Nana's knickers on Anzac night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a few beauties there. We've actually got a few ripper nicknames and a new method to track down the rude a bit later. But um, before we get to that, let's cover a bit of sport. This episode is proudly brought to you by Oswide Freight. That is O-Z-W-I-D-E Freight. Oswide Freight is 100% Australian, family-owned and dedicated to providing a reliable service that has the flexibility to suit you. Their business is constantly evolving, looking for ways to improve their service and exceed their customers' expectation. Oswide's depots are based in Rocky, Mackay, Proserpine, Townsville, Cairns and Perth and service all surrounding areas weekly. If it fits on a pallet, they'll freight it. Apart from the obvious no-nos like humans, exotic animals and drugs. Pretty much anything else, they've got you covered. If this sounds like a service that you could use, give Lukey and the team at Oswide Freight a call on 07 3275 or check out their website at oswidefreight.com.au. You can trust these guys to take care of your freight because to them, it's personal. NRL finals, always like it when it comes to this time of year. We've been fucking um, that busy lately that a lot of the fucking later rounds of footy NRL, that is, I didn't really even watch, but it was really good actually sitting down on the weekend and watching a few quality games, the old finals. Um, Penrith got the win over the Eels, 27-8. to eight. Um, Storm went down. This is the first time a Storm have been bounced out in a final series for a long time, like yeah. early on. So the Raiders, with a massive upset, took the Storm down 28-20. to 20. Um Although I do like the Storm, it'll be good seeing a different – at least you know it's not going to be Penrith Storm again yeah, you know, in, yeah. in, the, in the grand final. So it be interesting. Sharks and Cowboys, I was really looking forward to this game, and it did not disappoint. Cowboys got the win, 32-30. Oh. to 30. I thought the, um, the Sharks were home with probably, like, I don't know, a little bit of time to go. But, yeah, the Cowboys did well to come back. And Val Holmes just fucking iced it at the end with a two-point field goal and extra time. So – yeah, that was pretty awesome. I actually, if I could pick a GF, it'd be Panthers Cowboys. That's what I'd like to see. But that's coming from a Panthers, Panthers supporter too. Yeah, yeah. So Rabbitohs got Rabbitohs the win. Got the win. Yeah. yeah. Last night that was a fucking hectic game. Seven people went to the bin 
True. Yeah, ten in the bin, seven, seven cunts. Two went twice. <laughs> <laughs> old Victor the Inflict. Repeat offender. Went, went twice and fucking old Tane Milne, I think, went twice as well. But tell you what, that Alex Johnson, mate, if you don't have him in your same game multis as a try scorer, you're fucking off your lemon spread. That bloke's pretty much penciled in for two every week. Yeah. He's, uh, he does well. I reckon surely his trajectory here will be the most – you know, try scored ever by the time he finishes his career because I think he's like I think he's our age, so he's still yeah, right. Got, Fuck, he's still got plenty of years to go. Like, say he fucking plays for another five years and stays on the same trajectory, he's uh he's got plenty of tries in him. But mate, our favourite, the old UFC two seven nine. Did you get to watch any of that? No, no, just died. <laughs> just died. I woke up from a text from someone saying fucking. Yeah, I'm just sitting down now, and I was like, fucking 4.15 or something. Yeah, like, right. Oh, yeah, well, it's all over. Yeah. Well, but mate, the Diaz-Kazmat card, what an absolute shit show. Like, thoughts? I think there was a couple of them, but thoughts on UFC fighters before we get into it missing white? Yeah, you got to tighten that up. That's just a laughing stock for the UFC, that it is, man. fucking thing. I just, yeah, I just don't get it, man. Like, he... That's part of it, like, oh, and I'm not ever going to sit here and say that that wouldn't be hard, right? Like cutting oh, weight, cutting weight, it'd be fucking hard. But that is part of their job, isn't it? The first part of their job, but still is to, cocky as shit and smiling and not giving a fuck, not giving a fuck, not giving a fuck at all, and just going whatever, who cares, and just carrying on. It's like, oi, bruh, come on, like yeah. fucking that's shit. Just no respect. Yeah, that's right. But he still gets rewarded. Yeah, because he's a killer. And yeah, that's right, because everyone only wants to watch that. Like, if they scrapped him, a lot of people wouldn't even have bought the card. Yeah, that's you know? right. And that's the reality of it. But if it was some other person who wasn't a well-named dude, he'd probably get scrapped. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, I think it's bullshit, man. I reckon that's fucking the first part of your job is to make it to your agreed-upon weight. And then your and second he's pretty part far to off win. too, wasn't he? he was like, I think he was like seven or eight pounds, yeah, which right. I don't know what that is in kilos, but I don't know. In that in that world, between categories and that, I think that's a fair amount, especially fighting Diaz who made the weight, you know, and already was going to get murdered. I, I'm actually oh, glad right. I'm actually got... glad it did happen, to be honest. Yep. He would have been in retirement. Yeah. So, but anyway. Um, they both got the win anyway. Yeah. So, but before we get to the main card, Collier versus Barnett. Now, these were two big heavyweight boys in the first the first fight that I watched. These lads, so I love a good heavyweight stink, right? It was entertaining as fuck. What blows me away is there's professional UFC fighters, right, with guts that just hang over their pants. Yeah. Like, these blokes were big, thick boys. Mm. And I'm just like, do their training camps, like, do they just... Just like, ah, she'll be right, going for the knockout. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you've got to be half cardio fit, but just well, yeah. winning that size. I don't know. They like they might, They obviously do training, and they're, and they're fit to a point, but like some of the rigs on these blokes yeah. fighting in the UFC as a job, you're like, wow. Like, I actually sort of want to know what they do in their training and diet and shit, because surely it can't be that much to be that. Like, I'm talking guts hanging. Like, yeah, fucking, yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't, I don't know eh, either because they got to have the cardio. You think yeah. throwing hands for a oh, minute? Oh mate, a hundred percent. So who knows, bro? Like, like some, some, some people are just unlucky that they just got the massive out of sort of guts. Mm. I and, don't know, and they got to just put up with shit it. metabolism or something, and just fucking 
still eat heaps of food and whatever else. I don't know, man. It must be something like that. But, um, yeah, but the Chris Barnett getting a second-round TKO, but he's a character, man. Like, he was having a great time in there. Does the big front flip and lands on his ass, the big dark fella. Yeah, right. I don't know if you've seen him, man, but, yeah, he's it, great to watch. But it just I just sat there for a while going, how? How can you be a professional fighter and look have a rig like that? Yeah. But, anyway, good on him. Uh, so, the uh, – well, where are we up to here? Yeah, so the main card, 279. So Walker versus uh, Leba, I think his name is. Walker won via submission. That was pretty good. There was actually heaps what, of stoppages what, on that card. What um, weight was that? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, right. I think it's light heavyweight, to oh, be honest, because yeah, yeah. that Walker, that Johnny Walker, I think he's the tallest fucker in the UFC, I think, or in that division anyway. I think he's six foot six. He's yeah, real. I don't want a face of the name. <clears throat> yeah, he's got that shaved-in mohawk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, he yeah. is a big unit. He is big, tall, and rangy. Um, but mate, the the Kazmat Holland fight just bro. He just ran at him and just had him scampering all over the ground, just ragdolling him for a minute and a bit or however long it took, and then just grabbed him around the neck and just squeezed till he tapped. It was just like you were just watching this psycho just attack this motherfucker just with whatever. He was just going to squeeze something till it popped. (laughs) (laughs) Just a fucking psychopath, man. Seriously. But the post-fight interview was just him screaming that they kill everybody, I kill everyone, everyone gets it. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, man, and answer Rogan's questions. Like, Rogan was pretty much saying... Why did? How did you miss the weight like that? Like, as in trying to just say, well, pretty much I think a, he was targeting like a, hey, you're going to have to move up or are you targeting this? And he just was just answering it shit, eh? Just, I kill everyone, who cares, rah, rah. And you're like, well, bruh, if you're going to be a champion or whatever, you sort of got to make the weight, you know? Like, obviously. In this game, but he can just be a fuck with the whole yeah. time and we'll st- still make him a star. Well, I'm still buying the card. That's right, yeah. To watch him. Because you want to see him get knocked the fuck out. Well, oh, not even that. I just think he's just such a, you just, he is an animal. Do you know what I'm He scared? is an animal, but I, I'm like, who's coming to fucking defend him? Do you like, know who's... what I'm scared of? Like, when Rogan was asking him these questions, I dead set wouldn't be surprised if he started just, like, punching Rogan or just. That's what I was thinking I when reckon, he was in that mic. I reckon when he loses, he'll, like, go crazy and, and still try and fight Old mate, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, can just yeah. see, just I can't see him losing in that hyped up zone that he's in and not doing something crazy. Like, he just, he is <laughs> a fucking psycho, man. Yeah. Dead set. Like, it's scary. Like Khabib's, like, Khabib's a bit more, um, what's the word? Controlled. Controlled. Yeah, fucking yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Do you no, reckon he'll ever come back? I reckon he will. Do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so, man. I reckon he's pretty happy. I reckon, he, I reckon he'll come back. Well, and fight who? Like, what fight would make sense, you reckon? I don't know. What's he only had a year or two off? Yeah, since his father's passing. So I don't know. Maybe I I wouldn't rule it out yet. I don't know. Maybe it'd be pretty. I don't know. It depends how happy he is in retirement. I suppose there's a lot of people going to boxing and shit like that. Yeah. Well, that's Nate's last. I I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the next one now. It's um. We'll go to that. But yeah, Diaz Ferguson. So Ferguson was smashing Diaz legs early on. But Diaz ended up winning via submission in the fourth. Took him, didn't take him long once he got him on the ground to actually choke him out. But it's a great way to go out for him. And like you said, he hits it at going to another sport. And um, well, it's not going to be ice hockey, is it? No, or baseball. 
I'm pretty sure was it's going to be was, he, was it bare knuckle or? Well, maybe he, he didn't. Know. He didn't say. He looks like a bare knuckle brawler. He, I reckon he does too. Got I the head for it. That, that's for sure. I think that makes a lot more sense than boxing for me. Anyway, with Diaz, I don't know. But yeah. he just said he's going to go to another sport and take that over as well. That's pretty much what he left it with. And I'm yeah. thinking, hello, is he going to have another? Is he going to call old Jake Paul on here? Yeah, and well, just get a big payday or something. Jake like that. Paul's got enough of a challenge in front of him already. That's what I wanted to go to now. But um, before we do that, Nate Diaz, he said he's entering the promotion game. I think Real Fight INC, it's called. So I don't know if that's going to be like UFC or what. But I really hope that that means he's not going to be talking heaps. Commentator. Because, mate, oh, well, just the promotion. Like, if, oh, if he's, yeah, promoted you know, all, yeah. Because, yeah. like, Nate Diaz is great at a lot of things. Talking is fucking not one of them at all. Well, isn't Khabib um, massive in one, two? Promotion, the, one, yeah. Na- one... Eagle? Is it Eagle? Oh, it might be Eagle. I, yeah, I think yeah. Eagle. But I don't really understand what that means. If he's just going to be, like, the face of it or whatever. But like I said, he, Nate Diaz, as great as he is, an athlete, a fighter, all that stuff... He just him and talking just do not yep. go well together. But uh yeah. Some people got it, some people don't. That's right. Um Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. Yeah. That's that, a like That's his biggest challenge. By I know, far hands down yet. Like I know there'll still be people going, Oh, you know, he's a fifty year old retired UFC fighter, he's but a killer, mate. mate, Anderson Silva is one of the goats in combat sport, period. Like that bloke is a fucking like Rogan said. If he just legend. stuck to boxing, he would have been a professional boxer. No dramas. Yeah, he's a very. He's just so skilled. He's tactical, he? mate. Fuck. So shout out to him for taking on the challenge because I'm pretty sure Dana, like said, you know, he's not going to call out he, Anderson he, Silva. Call out Anderson Silva. Yeah, yeah, you won't see him doing that. So he made that video going. You know, here I am calling him out, and you're like, oh well, you got to give it to the fucker, eh? He's, I uh, like the background story. They must have been in Ohio watching a card when they were kids, and they mm. got him and Logan got a fucking photo with Oliveira, and he's like, Silva, um, Anderson Silva. Ah, oh, sorry, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah, Anderson Silva. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what, did, what was his wording? He goes, when your fans become your rivals. Oh, yeah, righto. Oh, my God, yeah, that's pretty cool because that was like his biggest fan. It was like the only um, famous person that come to Ohio. Oh, I reckon it's back in the day, and that was like his first fan he got a like, photo with. Yeah. So from now to fight him however many years later. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. No, me too. I reckon it'll be good. And he's tried the whole boxing thing. Tried the Tommy Fury thing. Tried with whoever else he tried to fight. Yeah. Didn't get traction. Everyone's no, just like, no one wanted to bar him. Whatever. But now people say, oh, fight a boxer. No one wants to watch that. No one wanted to fight him. You want to see the big names and see him put his neck out. So, you know, he's putting his neck out on the line. Good on him. I heard like Paul wanted to fucking fight again. I don't reckon he should fight. No. What's he owing to? I don't know. I just, Stick to your WWE backflipping and stuff. Yeah, for us. and talking shit and stuff, you know. I like Logan, but fucking, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, old Jakey anyway. It should be interesting. I'd like to see that KSI Jake Paul after this. Yeah. But if he beats. I didn't really watch, I didn't watch the Logan Paul KSI thing. I wasn't really. Nah, but that KSI just did a few fights in England. And, oh, did he? Uh, and um, won them both. Yeah, right. He's fucking quick. Yeah. Because I, I suppose like, I like, didn't really see school wise, I only seen like the highlights, but fuck he moves around that um ring. Because I suppose it's one of those things that like to watch celebrity fights, you gotta be interested or know both celebrity sort of thing. Yeah. And when it's like the Logan Paul KSI thing, it was more one of those things where I'm like, 
I don't really know them or not into that scene, so yeah, I'm not yeah. interested in it, you know. But uh, anyway, see how that all goes. Before we move on, mate, Luke Coombs. Luke Coombs, sorry. Coombs. Tour in Australia next year. Yeah. I think the message just messaged me before. It's Monday at the moment when we're recording this, a bit early on this week, but she went to try and buy some tickets and they were just bought, gone. Oh, yeah. Already. That's, that's, like, there was a few. That's was, a bit like our merch drops. Don't fuck around. Yeah, don't fuck around. But, yeah, there was a few spots left. She went to buy, like, four tickets just in case two people wanted them. Nah, no good. Tried to buy two. Nah, one, nah, gone. Gone. Nothing. Yeah. So, who knows? But, anyway, it's because he's fucking good, you know? But anyway, who yeah. knows? We might be able to get a. Uh... You seen him the year before? Year before me, didn't you? No, I've never oh, seen him. Man. Oh yeah, what, think... when did I see him? Oh fucking CMC was it? Yeah, I was trying to think of the year. Must have been. Yeah, nineteen. I don't know. I think nineteen, two thousand nineteen. Might have been the year after I went. Because when yeah, I went, it was like yeah. Brantley Gilbert, fucking Jason Aldean. Yeah, yeah. No, two thousand nineteen. I seen. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> No, he was good. Fuck. Oh, mate, he's the guy. In my opinion, which is just my opinion, I reckon he's already the goat of country music. But that's just me. Like, I don't know. I'm not really into that old school country sort of stuff. Nah, like the pop sort of stuff. So I, for me, he's just, he's, I love him, mate. I reckon he's the goat. But, uh, yeah. Maybe listen to Big Fella, mate. Let us know. We might not get a ticket to your show, but we'll have you on ours. Imagine getting him on. Okay, sure, it's a, sure, it's a possibility. I've seen him go on. Was it Full Send? Yeah, yeah he went on yeah. Full Send podcast. Luke Bryan went on Full Send the other day too. But I think he's into his hunting and shit. I'd like to line him up with a fucking take him out, take him out pigging and shit like that. I wonder if he's a dog person or just full on guns. Oh, I don't know. All those yanks love guns, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, most of them anyway. How many of you blokes out there are running your own show, going well, kicking ass, but get snowed under with the paperwork side of things? The invoices, the travel and accommodation scheduling, the inbox and calendar management or project work like database cleanup, implementation of policies and procedures. Well, we have the solution for you. Virtuoso Consultancy is a virtual assistant company that specializes in helping businesses with all day-to-day tasks, including accounts, travel accommodation scheduling, inbox and calendar management. If you've never heard of a virtual assistant, they're a remote contractor who offers administrative support to you and your business. Amanda at Virtuoso Consulting has worked in the mining industry in Queensland and is skilled in delivering quality business support for contractors. Contractors, trades, FIFOs, DIDOs, if you need help with day-to-day tasks like previously mentioned, Virtuoso Consultancy can help. Sometimes you just don't have time to get off the tools. How many times have you been owed thousands but just don't have time to invoice out the work that's been completed? For example, if you're a tradie and your hourly rate is 100 bucks an hour, it may take you up to three hours doing the two-digit shuffle on a laptop to follow up and enter invoices from suppliers, invoice the job out, and follow up on payments. Just one job can cost up to 300 bucks that can't be charged. Whereas the with Virtuoso Consultancy, Three hours might only take 1.5 to two hours and costs around 100 to 150 bucks, cutting your costs in half. Free up some of your value time and contact Amanda at virtuosoconsultancy.com.au. That's V-I-R-T-U-O-S-O consultancy.com.au. Yeah. Righto, mate. I've got a couple of... Uh couple little bit of motivation stuff today. We haven't had old Steve Harvey on for a while, our boy, but I heard one from him the other day, which was fucking great, so I just wanted to play it. 
Success is not how far you got. Because, see, you're going to be disappointed all the time. Because somebody always further than you. So now you'll forever be disappointed. Success ain't how far you got. Success is how far you got from where you start. I think that's pretty good, eh? Like, as in, like you said, there's all, if you compare yourself to someone who's the best at a certain field and you're just starting off, then obviously you're going to see this massive gap or whatever. But if you just keep chipping away, chipping away, fucking head down, ass up, you get to a point where you stop and you look back at where you started, and that's what it, you can measure it off, like you said. Yeah. Which, you know, that's the only way to go about it. you got to just fucking judge yourself on what you've done, not what everyone else has done. You know, it's all. I think it's all well and good to have someone you look up to and like a goal to maybe get there, but comparing yourself to them when you're at to- two totally different like times that you've started, I think, isn't fair on yourself. Yeah, definitely. No, I completely agree. You know, just like if we compared ourselves to the setup or whatever Rogan's got or something like that, you know, like we've just started a year in sort of thing, you know, I think we're going well so far, but I mean like setup wise, studio wise, all the foundations and stuff like that, obviously it takes, and that, that, exactly, yeah. it takes fucking years to build up that sort of thing and get a team behind you and stuff like that. So, Oh, I wouldn't even want it to go fucking that quick anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because you don't, you're like, oh, how are we fucking here already? But yeah. Anyway, sometimes it already feels like that, like with this. Yeah. But, yeah, that transition period is when you learn about yourself and, like, every business or sport or anything you're trying to do. Well, I think we've heard a lot of people now. The like build up, the come up. The journey. I the think, journey, I think that's is right. what a lot of people have said. You know, you got to – you can't just wait till the end and then enjoy it. You've got to enjoy certain things throughout the old journey. Yeah. And the struggles as well, like as in the times where you're just like, I do not feel like fucking doing this yep. right now. But, you know, you just fucking grit your teeth and in two months' time you fucking nailed it all out and you're starting to enjoy it again or you change a few things up to keep keep it fresh, you know? Yeah. But anyway, no, I thought that was pretty good. Um, one other one that I wanted to share, old Shia LaBeouf, the old uh, Transformers bloke. You know, he sort yeah, of dropped Yeah, I've seen him do a few um, podcasts. Yeah. And he... Um, Proper opened up on a few too. Yeah, like he he sort of dropped off and it's like the media, they're shockers, man. Like they made it seem like he was just this drop kick fucking down and out dude. Yeah, he might have been. Didn't he? Yeah, he might have a bit of domestic violence shit going on. I don't know, but the, you know what the media are like, man. Yeah. They just have the clickbait everywhere. And if you just read that, you'd think he was just this loser or whatever. But he's just started to really come out um, and talk about a lot of dramas and that that, he's have, uh, yeah. that he has. And there was this one of him talking – I got this off Alpha Motivation on Instagram. I think it was pretty good for some young, like for blokes to have listened to. There's no puberty ceremony in culture. What, when do you come in as an American man? When do you become a man? When you get a driver's license? Like, what do we do? You're 16, we give you a driver's license. Okay, well, wait, like, you get a job? Like, when do you become a man? You become a man when you become responsible for other people. And part of that is taking accountability. And so, like, I am very new to this being a man thing. (laughs) And I'm still not there. And I'm on a path. Um, But I didn't have no, like... I grew up on a in a culture that told me going to war made you a man. Going to prison, coming back, coming back makes you a man. Um, making a million dollars makes you a man, you know, and and it doesn't. And you don't know it till you done all these things and realize, damn, I'm still a little fucking boy. Or been around people who've been there a bunch of times. You know, I don't know nothing about being at war like Kevin, but I know a bunch of soldiers that come back and are still fucking little boys. 
That was pretty good, eh? Well, do, you, do you agree with that, you reckon? Like when you become a man, obviously you said it as an American man, but I think you could sort of relate to that here as well. Um, I just reckon, you know, I, I sort of agree to that when he said when you become responsible for other people. That's it really right. changes That's when things. You, yeah, 100%. Like for me at the moment, man, like back in the day when it was just me working shutdowns and that, it didn't really matter. You know what I mean? It was just fucking you. Or an, even a night on the town. Whatever happens, fucking happens. Yeah, that's right. You, you're more likely or just go to... Go away on a boys' trip. You might get in a stink or you might do this or that without any repercussions. Yeah. But I think, like, yeah, working away and not even working away, I shouldn't say that, but just, yeah, everyday life when you have people that you are responsible for, like at the moment, my missus and kids at home, I'm 100% solely responsible with supporting Yep. That makes you have to make decisions, you know, based on things like that. And I just think, yeah, it does fucking really pull you up and go, righto. Yep. And you could be an 18-year-old person who has those responsibilities and you up. fucking mature quick, you know. Or you could be a 40-year-old man. Like, I think that's a great way to look at it is that when you become a man. But in saying that too, you don't want to say that people who don't have kids aren't a man uh, no, you know what i mean yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's not where too. it's that's not where i'm trying to get at because i know there's there'd be people out there saying well i don't have any kids i'm a fucking man it's just i i really did notice a difference in it, yeah, it might make you a man quicker maybe i don't know or i don't know i think that's what it's taken a jump for us personally that's, yeah. that's when we've found it but yeah it'd be interesting to hear that someone else's view like when they've yeah, yeah, when they saw a difference. They haven't got the responsibilities, but they're building their own. Yeah, maybe they fucking found something in their work career or when they finally decided, you know what, I'm, I'm going fucking... to stop giving up the piss or, yeah. fucking, or like that. I maybe am not a drinker. I figured that out. I've become yeah. a man then. I yeah, yeah, that's right. Or I've I've got rid of all the fucking dead wood around me and I'm focusing on my own thing or something. I don't know, but it would be interesting for people who don't have kids to see where their perspective is on that, eh? Yeah, go on. I reckon um, traveling too. Like, yeah, I reckon go off on your own, like we've talked about before. Go away from your parents, your close friends. Go find yourself, and you, when you come back from that, you'll definitely have some changes. Yeah, I, that's a, that's that is a great point because when you do get stuck around the same people your whole life, which it's it's great. Like I reckon it's good having your family close when you have kids and all and that your stuff. Friends. It's great and all your friends, but I definitely agree. Before you, that that probably is a great point, as in becoming a man or a woman or whatever, going away and experiencing things for yourself, having to make decisions by yourself, go through things without that support network you grow up being used to. You know, I think that would definitely mature you as an adult. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, but I just thought that was pretty interesting, you know, perspective because, like he said, I think a lot of other countries have like a a ceremony or whatever. You know, like that's to say, right. yeah, to all say the islands and stuff yeah, like that. Like that sort of thing. I like the native walk across Indian. the fire. Yeah, like it'd be like you're a man now. Or whatever, Go out and, and kill them. this or hunt this or yeah. So no, yeah, it was pretty interesting. I think I'm um, coming off the back of that. Are you okay, Dave? Fucking just. I reckon we're doing a bit of a good thing because I've had like a couple of people call me this week, just out of the blue. Not even people that I thought would call me and go. I'm struggling with this. I'm at this crossroads right now in my relationship. I'm at this crossroads right now with my business or which way to go or yeah. how do I convince my partner. I'm like, fucking hell, I did not think like you would be calling me 
fucking just having a normal conversation yeah. about struggles and stuff like that. And I'm like, fuck, this this is awesome. This is what we want. And uh, me actually, instead of just us talking on here, yeah, actually me, like it. me, like receiving calls and stuff like that. And I'm going, yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. That is awesome, mate. And I'm like, just kind of like go, mate, this is fucking the chats I want to have. This yeah, is exactly. It's good to see. And that's like if we've had people reach out. Like you're not just going to share fucking everything that happens. Like people re- reach out not wanting to be shared but just saying they appreciate the message we're bringing and they've been able to realise that they can get help and stuff and it's normal what they're going through and these sort of things. So I think someone put in a – someone commented something the other day about like – the are you okay day thing and they're like oh you know some people might get something out of this but you should be doing or people talking about it or raising this money doesn't help everyone sort of thing um you know different people experience things differently and it's like yeah man 100 percent different people experience different things but what we're trying to do is find out how to fucking you know how to help people and i think for some people talking about it making it sound to them like it's a normal chat to have yeah is a way to start anyway until we learn of what else you can do you know i've got very mixed emotions about like these charities like i know it does probably help people in certain places but it's like proper counselors and stuff like that but i'm like i don't think you and me would ever start that way or promote that because we're doing enough just trying to get everyone just let's just start chatting first before you yeah, you didn't even like, go like that brings people uncomfortable. Oh, you should donate. I, I definitely th- remember at work, like people go, "Oh, donate to this, donate to that." Like, what's what's the point? That's not bringing up anything. I, I definitely want to do something moving forward, like to an do, event to do with a mental health thing. I don't know what yet, so I'm not even going to say like anything. Yeah. But I definitely agree with you. What you want to make it seem like it's not just a money grab or a hey, donate to this. You want to be like, oi. Come, this is what it's about, rah, 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 and maybe involve it so a certain amount of money that is spent on on whatever goes towards it. I don't know. There'd be, I agree with what you say, though. You don't want to make it straight away, like, donate to this. Oh, I've been, I've had someone come up to me before, and they're like, fucking donate to this, and then another bloke's like, fuck, I don't have money to rub two cents together, and, yeah. and you want to talk about mental health and fucking wanting 100 bucks off me. Go get fucked. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, that version of it, too. Yeah, that's right. But I think I definitely want to do something moving forward to to raise awareness. But like you said, also not make it seem like it's just a money thing, you know. But we'll we'll come up with something. I think it's definitely something we can look into and yeah, you know. But like you said, it is good that people are reaching out and fucking actually having a chat to you about shit like that, you know. Yeah, that was good. So, that is good. Um, <clears throat> bit of a lighter note. We've got some fucking nicknames here that a few lads sent in. So this bloke at work is called Panda because he's a protected species. <laughs> Old Douglas said, my brother-in-law worked as a floor sander at one point. His workmates called him the Flash because he was the slowest fucking worker ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a mate we call Stomach because everything he touches turns to shit. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, we call a bloke at work Bollard because he's about as dense as a steel post and is always in the fucking way. <laughs> That's fucking good. Uh, Jack, we used to call me old boss Pap, short for Pap Smear, because he was a painful cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Old Ryan said, g'day blokes, I've got a nickname for you. Got a mate we call Dick Arms, because he's about as useful as as dicks would be for arms. That's an original. Oh, Maxwell, 
We used to have this excavator operator at work who we called the bishop because he never missed a service. Yeah. Plumbing, electrical, you name it, he hit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, eh? Now, we mentioned earlier that we have a new plan to get onto the Rude. So when we put up that video a while ago, there was a bit of traction. A few people said, yeah, I know the Rude, I know the Rude. And fucking said, yeah, he lives here, he lives here, rah, rah, rah. But it's sort of gone stagnant a little bit. So I've got a few uh, a, f- a few things. I've, um, our, our mission is to sort of get in contact with him. I at least want him to say to us, get fucked. Or yeah, I don't want yeah, to come yeah, on. Like yeah. I at least want to hear an answer from the rude. Like yeah. say, nah, boys, not me thing, or fuck off, or whatever, you know. I've got enough on. Yeah, got enough on. So anyway, I started doing a bit of research on rude, right? So you go onto Wikipedia, and you know you take things with a grain of salt on Wikipedia. Straight but to anyway, Wikipedia. straight to Wikipedia, the old copy paste for all your exams. Yep. But anyway, I was having a read, doing me research, and this is dead set. You can go and have a look yourself. This is copied and pasted out of that Wikipedia. Rude is best known for his bawdy humour and has released twelve albums and five videos, all distributed locally by EMI Records. Rude has been nominated for the ARIA Award for Best Comedy Release nine times between 1987 and 2009 and has won two MO Awards. Also known, Rodney's son, Randy Footlong, has been making calls recently on the Alpha Blacks podcast. <laughs> on Wikipedia. <laughs> on Wikipedia. Holy fuck. Can't, someone has been doing do- God's work and has just gone God. on there and added it. Oh, wow. <laughs> How fucking funny is that? I was looking at that the other day when you sent that through, and I just fucking completely missed that part. Yeah. Yeah, man, that is dead set on there. Like, I was just reading to get a bit of background, yeah, see, yeah, right, yeah. where do I start here? What's Rude's interest? What's he into? I could start. And then I just read that, and I just said, I just thought, get fucked. Fuck. Someone is just fucking now that. It's beautiful. How does stuff like that get in there? I don't know. But I've always known, <clears throat> I've always known that anyone can edit it. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So you can go on and and change it. I just think people can't be fucked a lot of the time. That's yeah, why yeah. back in the day, like in your school exams and shit, you can't really use Wikipedia as a proper source because anyone can just, you know. Yeah. But anyway, it's still fucking unreal. Yeah, that's fine. Like just bumping into that on Wikipedia <laughs> on Rude's thing is just great. So whoever the fuck did that, reach out, please. <laughs> yeah. Might be something in it. Everyone might claim it. Yeah, probably. Actually, don't fuck off. But that was a good, uh, that was great, whoever that was. I like it. Oh, I fucking love it. But anyway, we're going to ring around and see if we can track him down. Yeah. So we've got a whiff of where Rude lives. I'm not going to share that sort of information because the last thing I want is just a swarm of cunts just attacking Rude and trying trying to get onto him. But... We've tracked him down where he lives, so we're going to start ringing around the local area. And so we're going to pester him. So, yeah, we're going to be the ones that annoy Rude, not you. Yeah. So you leave Rude, leave the pestering to us. <laughs> <laughs> but not this episode. I think maybe next Friday we're either going to start by, I think once an episode we'll try and ring around the local haunts of the area, you know, beep out the actual town where he lives. But I think we might like maybe start with the pub. Or I'm I'm thinking like we got pub, bakery, bowls club. The RSL sounds like it'd be his sort of deal, wouldn't it? The old bowls. Surely he's done a bit of stand up there. And he's yeah. Local. So anyway, we'll have a think about it over the next week or two. Local brothel. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Ring the local brothel. Rub and tug joints. Yeah. So we'll start ringing around the local area and trying to track down the rude. So uh, leave that with us. 
But I'm, I'm looking forward to at least getting him. I'd love for him to ring us and say, yeah, would you come spray? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, so the marketplace blowjob. That's what I wanted to get to next. Jumping yeah. straight into it. Off the old fucking the Alpha Blokes carry-on page. Marketplace, there's a pr- plethora of just content on this fucking joint. That it's, we, it's a content page mate, on its own. we are going to do some more work with the marketplace scene. Yeah. But, you know, we're fucking strapped for time at the moment, so we're doing what we can. But later on, when this is our job, we will be peppering Marketplace. <laughs> anyway, I need to share this yarn because Luke put it in the Alpha Blokes carry-on page. He said, here we go, fellas. This bird wanted to suck my Johnson for a $50 dining table. Uh, bet she had less teeth than Prince Andrew's last route. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this was the conversation, right? So Luke put up a table for 50 bucks on Marketplace. Zoe, hi, Luke. Is this still available? Luke, yes, it is. Zoe, hey, Luke, are you single? I'm low on money this month and have just moved houses. I'm needing a dining table ASAP, though. Would you take a blowjob as payment? <laughs> You're joking. Nah. It's dead set the picture of the conversation in the chat. Oh, Just said, fucked. yeah. And, mate, the comments were unreal. Just, did he so, say sold? Luke in the comments goes, any blokes free the Savo to help me deliver a table? <laughs> I love it. How good's that? Oh, Luke, just come through with the goods. Owen, ask her if she needs a fridge. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we fucking love you. Oh, and old Paul comes through up the arse and does she need any other furniture? (laughs) (laughs) Just great, eh? Well, that is fucking brilliant, man. Honestly. It's great. So good work there, boys. That's the sort of shit you love seeing, eh? Like, that's the sort of shit oh, that you just love sharing. You just go, there's actually people out there that just want to come round, give you a suck, and then get going with the table. Oh, she's that desperate? Nah, I'm not going that side of it. I no, think generally fucking wants to do it. Just, uh, yeah, it's pretty wild, though. Don't offer to suck people's dicks on Marketplace. Yeah, you'll get cold sores. Yeah, you get cold sores. That's how you get cold sores. Sucking dick on Marketplace is... That's Not start. a good career. That was probably the start of cold sores. No. <laughs> <laughs> From anyway, a bit more exotic, I think. So I'm, uh, I'm actually selling me Ute, and I'm not going to sell it on here. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm going to exclusively keep it to marketplace for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Purely, purely to get some yarn. For two blowjobs you can have. I just want to see, like, I'm going to name and shame every fuckhead that tries to offer me, like, 10 grand under or swap with a jet ski. Like, I just... Being on Marketplace just shits me. I just, but... Tire kicking But this is the sort of shit that is hilarious. So I'm just going to see what comes at me out of the fucking West Gladstone woodworks. (laughs) And what offers I get, and I'll share the best ones. But we'll see how it goes. I'll probably get over it after fucking two days. But anyway, I'll keep you posted. But before we move on here, um, a few from the people this week. So old Liam, he goes, uh, this bloke at work was wearing the silky boxes under his pants. Thoughts on them? Remember those? Yeah, the just sweating. He was wearing them sweat. under his pants. Fuck. Fuck! Have you ever have you ever been? Yeah, the I did have a little did stage you? there where we did it at school. Yeah, yeah, right. And you used to do it too. Yeah, I've never done it, man. Like, did you but wear not, undies n- under it? 
Or is it is that your undies? Or did you go undies re- then them? I don't remember. It might have been just the boxes. Bro. I remember people that used to actually wear them under their ass butt. Yeah, yeah. With the skate oh. shoes and shit like that. Yeah. man. That wasn't me. I'd just maybe have a little bit tucked out. Bro. That was a pretty small phase, I hope. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, well I, think that's what, anyway. I think that's what he's getting at. This bloke was dead set wearing them at work. I shit you not, this bloke wore the silkies under his footy pants in juniors. Yeah. He was fucking one rue short of the top paddock, this bloke. <laughs> that he was. But he, he rocked up. I think it was like under 12s, man. He rocked up. Two footy to play a game with silk boxes on under his footy pants that were hanging out the bottom. Yeah, right. Yeah. So his was it the rap scene or what brought it on? It had to be like Eminem days, wouldn't it? I don't know, man. But his parents like someone calls up and gives. Yeah, yeah. Let us know where that come from. Yeah, where the silk boxes come from and the chain wallets. Oh, the big chain, and you've got two dollars in there, two dollar coin as a kid, and you had that big chain, sixteen miller. I probably wouldn't mind running one like in Bali or something. Or, no, or where, does, where do you get, where do you get robbed? Clean. Where do you get robbed the most? I wouldn't want it anywhere you get robbed because that's just showing that you have something that you're hiding. Yeah. Oh, it's an absolute carry on. But I'm just trying to think you could probably use it so you don't get robbed with the old pickpocketing or something. Just put it in your balls. Yeah. Or just in your pocket. <laughs> but uh, that's probably a thing that comes from America too when everyone's getting their wallets stolen or whatever and they just run the big. Big data chain. Yeah, probably. Big data. Big oh, data chain. Thank fuck that's gone too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, this one, the old mobility scooter legend. Remember at the Tannum pub yeah, a few yeah. episodes old mate, ago? Yeah. Old mate who just comes steaming in off the long run, barreled all those chairs, every cunt in the pub turned around, he goes, I me fucking parking spot. Yeah. That old absolute alpha legend cunt who was just telling us yarn. Outside, we've Jade has reached out and said, "Boys, episode forty six, where you're yarning about the old cunt in the scooter. That's me, old boy. <laughs> Sent it straight to him. He pissed himself laughing and remembers it like yesterday. Wanted you mob to know he's gone cunt up on the scooter at the roundabout <laughs> down from TP on the way home and got a six hundred and forty dollar fine for DD. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend." <laughs> Because remember we were saying, like, he's just fucking, he's wrought in the system here. He's getting away with the best thing ever. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. darting the scooter home. Yeah, he's gone cut up and got done. Oh, no. She actually sent through a video of him doing wheelies up the fucking hill next to the pub <laughs> <laughs> on his mobility scooter. That's probably. She actually said he's free from after 2 o'clock in the Arvo for a call if you want some good chat. So <laughs> yeah, we nice. might have to line him up, uh, the old legend from TP, one time for a chat. Get him on, because those blokes have got the fucking best lip getting around. <laughs> but uh, no, that was um, that was beautiful. Yeah, if I can have that sort of lip when I'm fucking older, that would be epic, eh? Like some without, of those, yeah, without sounding like a proper fuckwit and get knocked out by some young cunt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You don't want to, you don't want to carry on too much. But the, like those old, no, blokes, like that was just funny as. Yeah, mate. Yeah, exactly. He just had the the good amount of lip where it's not like you're going, oh, what a carry on. He just steamed in, brought morale yeah. up. Yeah, like yeah. everyone was sort of – morale was good, yeah. but it was better after that cunt rocked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can bet your balls on it. Like it was good lip getting around when he fucking rocked up. <laughs> um, to finish off today, we haven't got many carry-ons. sort of got most of them in the next one, but we just got a few to fucking pepper through here, and then uh, that'll be him. So we'll fucking kick this off. 
G'day boys, Corey Banger, the king of the ham sanger here, uh, was just listening to one of your podcasts about fucking pissing in weird places. I went through a stage when I was about 18, 19 of pissing in random fucking spots. One night I come home, fucked up drunk, and uh, went to bed with me missus, and apparently I'd get up out of bed and she asked where I was going, I said I'm going to the toilet. So she's followed me, I walked out to the kitchen, fucking found my way to the fucking dishwasher and pulled the cunt open and sprung a leak in there and fucking shut the thing. My missus didn't didn't bother to carry, tell me old lady or anything. Next morning, my mum gets up to throw, throw a plate or whatever in the dishwasher and fucking cops a massive whiff of piss and had no idea what the fuck went on. So uh, I don't know whether to tell her now or just fucking bury the hatchet. Anyway... Carry on, boys. Stay ahead of yourselves. Love you. You let that go, don't you? Yeah, you'd have to, wouldn't you? uh, Surely I've done it once because there seems to be too many coming out of the woodworks. It must be a proper common thing. I honestly don't remember. Like, obviously, you don't remember it. But I've never been pulled up to like, oh, you fucking pissed in the corner or found it. I, I don't know. Unless I'm just lucky enough not to have done it. But it seems to be proper common, eh? Yeah. Well, I've I've done it plenty of times. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to pissing in weird places. <laughs> Afternoon, Elfus. Mate here. Got a bit of a carry on for you on your Friday Arvo. Beautiful. I've uh, built like a 44 gallon drum on a couple of star pickets in um, Solar Park here in Brisbane. <laughs> I rock up to a customer's house. I say good day to the customer. Before he says hello, he goes, Geez, you ain't gonna fit my fucking roof, are you? <laughs> so, just pop the on chin. Out of respect to the old bloke, but what's what's your best comebacks? The an old old geezer and just shooting down with one liner and some respect. Cheers, legends. Fuck, that's good. I you'd have me, to just hit him with the champ sport. Fucking. Yeah, oh, I think like for me, I love hearing lip from an old fella like that. You know what I mean? Because you know they're about it. You know yeah, they're not yeah. one of these serious old cunts. And you sort of read the room a bit and you sort of cop it. But if I had to in that situation, what was it? He said, oh, you won't fit me roof, you can't or something. Yeah, yeah. So what is it? He was a real old fella. I probably would have nearly went, mate, you just worry about getting through this week. I'll worry, yeah, about, yeah. worry about getting through that hole in your roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something along those lines. Or, you worry about your oxygen intake for the day, yeah, mate. I'll worry it. about getting in your roof. You just keep that heart rate, <laughs> heart rate down, champion. <laughs> <laughs> but there is nothing better, though, than copping one of those old fellas that love having a laugh. It's like they're almost just dying to, to release a bit of lip on someone, you know? But yeah, when they're yeah. retired, haven't been at work for ages, and they just – they see a young fella coming up. They might be sitting there with the old girl for fucking a week there straight go, watching yeah. the news, and they're like, oh, fucking fine. Look at this bloke. He ain't going to fit in you, me Yeah, roof. that's right. <laughs> You're not fitting in me roof, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful, mate. Good stuff. Let me go. Hey, fellas. Have I got an absolute fucking cracker for you guys? To paint a perfect picture, my wife and I live about 100k southwest of Sydney in a little small town, and... Uh, Trying for a kid for about a year or so. Finally, piss on the stick, got two lines, cheering. So next thing we do, book into the local medical centre for a uh, blood test. So we rock up. We go into the room for the blood test. We're greeted with a lady. She's got trackies on, 
fucking old Nikes, fumbling around with piss jars on the bed. Wife and I look at each other and go, get fucked. What are we doing with you? Anyway, strap goes on the arm, ready for the blood test. The Sheila says, all right, you ready? To break the ice, she thought she'd tell us a nice little fitting joke. And uh, as true as I fucking stand you, this is the joke she tells. She goes, oh, Barry and Shaz meet up with each other at a local bar. They hit things off fucking instantly. One thing leads to another. They go both home. They have a good route and they fucking part. And about two weeks later, Barry's driving to fucking work one day and he sees Shaz. She's fucking hanging on the side of a bridge. He pulls over, goes, Shaz, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Shaz goes, I'm going to jump, Barry. I'm going to jump. And he goes, Shaz, what? why? She goes, oh, I'm fucking pregnant, Barry. And Barry goes, oh, not only are you a good root, Shaz, but you're a good sport too. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking true story, mate. You wouldn't fucking read about Anyway, enjoy. Keep carrying on. So that's coming from the bird taking the bloods for fucking the pregnant chick. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like it. That's a fucking ripper. Break the ice anyway. Yeah, that, yeah, that definitely would have broken something. Yeah. <laughs> Couple to go. <coughs> Never seen them. Boys, I have got fucking one for you. So... I got well, actually I got fucking two for you. Going back to your first episode in the beginning, you were talking about sports that you can play better when you are pissed. Well, mm. I cannot fucking believe you didn't talk about the number one sport. When I walk into a pub, I will fucking miss every single pool ball that is on the fucking table. But I get six beers into me. And I can play like I would fuck anyone in pool. <laughs> anyway, second one. This one's a bit of a funny one. When you were talking about the fucking bin rats going through, taking your recycling cans, we had a bit of a funny one. A few years back in our TAFE class, we had this fucking weird cunt who would go through the bins at TAFE and bring these two big industrial fucking bags into our class full of cans to take home and recycle. Now, him and the teacher left the class one day, so we fucking got these bags and hid them underneath the teacher's desk. Now, he walked back in and gave us the old, you know, fuck boys, where's me fucking cans? So politely, we said to him, mate, they're under the teacher's desk. What he didn't know is we'd cut slits in the bottom of both of these bags yeah. and about fucking 400 cans fell underneath the teacher's desk. Anyway, that was a bit of a fucking funny one for you. I'd fucking, I'd say stay out of each other, but I know you fucking Queensland cocksmokers will probably give each other a kiss after the podcast. So, <laughs> oh, I've got a cold sore, man. Yeah, we can't today. Not today. Yeah, <clears throat> what are you? Is that play on? How big is this fucking desk? Four hundred cans under a desk. Yeah, but but you're you're coming from the. You can see someone doing that to you. I can see your brain thinking, thinking you. Who the fuck's collecting cans in a tape class? That is a joke. 
And like, was this years ago when it was five cents, not even ten cents yet? And this bloke is just steaming into the room with said bag next to him, like it was in his pre out of Oh, that's that. Just fuck me. Some cunts have just got no sort of fucking shame or just come on, cunt. Yeah, maybe not. Leave it outside. Stinking cans in the tape room. (laughs) Stale piss. Just get out of it. Durries in the fucking can. Fuck me. Anyway, I reckon that's play on. Get your fucking shit out of there. <laughs> Last one here. Boys. Oh. The number one fitter in New South Wales calling back up again. Oh, hello. Yeah. I was just wondering, this is for you, Cam. Straight up call out, mate. <laughs> this power burpee that you've been carrying on with, <laughs> how do you do it? And can a bloke like you even get it done? Oh. Let us know. Put it up. Can you give him a run through, mate? How'd it come about? How do you actually perform it, mate? Two short. Have steps. a look at the fucking socials. Every time I fucking drink piss, that's you're down. I'm down. So just keep an eye on them, mate. Oh, I didn't have good form. Whoever. Nah, me. that's what I was going to say, man. You can't really say that because I was disappointed. Cass put a video up of your yeah, it was shit form. Yeah, but you sort of it was like you were just trying hard to to keep morale up. It wasn't like you were in the zone. No, no, I've done the, the full. Yeah, I can fucking deliver it properly. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I, most I, most times I do. Hey, I've seen I've yeah, seen it yeah. getting delivered, and it gets delivered. You dominate mate, dance floors. The wedding's it. coming up, mate. Oh, one hundred percent will be a power burpee spread across the flats. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> the flats will be getting baptized with a burpee. Yeah, they'll yeah. be revarnishing that fucking <laughs> floor. That's actually coming up fucking quick. Don't tell me. I fucking know. Mm. A little bit on. Don't worry, I've started my notes for your speech. Yeah, that's good. I haven't even started my vows or my fucking speech. Oh, let me know. I'll fucking do it for you. Yeah, just write it up. <laughs> i tell you what I am chasing after this. What? Is a fucking adrenaline rush or something. Like, I don't know what. Just like, like, oh, or... just... Well, it's coming into summer. It's like so me, mate. I can't even go for a strap on that. But I mean, yeah, maybe a bit of wakeboarding yeah. or fucking coming uh, into summer. Like, I hear you. Fast in a car or motorbike or get the blood pumping a bit. Fucking, you'll see me out of fucking Calliope jumping on a ball soon. Well, hello, that'll be fucking great content, actually. See, I'm, I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm just like chasing lately. I'm like, I'm fucking bored, bro. Do you know what I'm pumped for? For when we are doing this as a job. Because I can talk shit. I can talk shit with an ACL blown. That's right. I can talk shit with a busted hip. Yeah. I can talk shit with a blown elbow. Like you'll be able to get back into your footy. Yeah, I'll be playing footy, just fucking having a bit of fun doing that shit. We can go try different shit. But at the moment, man, when you're fucking like we're talking about before, when you got a family responsible for you at home. You got to make sacrifices, like you can't just go and play footy, or you can't just go get on. Well, you can. It's just you're taking that risk. That's right. And is the risk worth your family struggling? Not for me. It's not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a hard one because one part of me goes, "Oh well, we only got one fucking life, so let's live it." Hundred percent. And and then there's also that part of you that goes, "Well, we still need food. We still need fucking." See, like, like we said before, it's a risk-reward thing. I've played footy before while doing what I'm doing now, but 
I've played and I've been disappointed in it because for me, for me to play now, it needs to be worth it. All the, it has to be fun, like a real fun season. All the boys yeah. are keen. If I'm rocking up and playing with 12 blokes, getting fucking absolutely Austin hating it, what the fuck am I risking? Yeah, like, that's, that's You know true. what I mean? If I'm not loving it and really want to be there, then it is not worth risking that for me family. Because yep. like you said, you only have one life. You only can play sport. Until you're a certain age. Yeah. And I want to again, but now we got this in our sights. I just really want to be focused on doing this as a job. And then when we are, bud, I can't wait to go and have a run again and fucking do all this shit because it's like you can afford to be, you know, hurt. It's not a physical job that we'll be doing. I'll be definitely buying another motor. Look at That's the guy. We'll be doing an episode from the hospital room. We yeah, got yeah. Our Next, all four fucking No, nah, let's not fucking jinx me. <laughs> Fuck me. I don't think we need to. No. I don't even have a joke today. No. Do you? The joke. The joke is our immune system. So yours, actually. My, yeah, my Your immune system. system is the joke today. That's the joke. And I think I've got hay fever, slash a cold, and maybe a cold sore. <laughs> you get mouth herpes. I don't think I do. Anyway, uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Like we said before at the start, can't thank everyone enough for the support you gave us for this merch drop. We're working behind the scenes at the moment to get more hats in there. We'll, um, yeah, let you know how that's all going. Make sure next time you set your alarm and you fucking stay over it. Right, legends, stay out of each other. See you later. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.